Welcome to Investors Insights. Our topic today is markets, taxes, and jobs. We've got a great discussion for you this morning, and I've got my distinguished colleagues, Bobby Norman, Trey Booth, and Adam Van Zant with me. And we've gone over a lot of detail that we want to bring you today. And we're going to continue this discussion throughout the week on all our social media, as well as blogs and podcasts, just to keep you updated. As our company's slogan is, better, richer, for. How can we provide information each and every day to help our clients live a better, richer, fuller life? So on that note, I'm going to start out with Adam. Adam, uh, you've been on a run here. We've got clients calling in saying, Greg, Trey, Bobby, Adam, how high can this market go? Will it continue? Are we looking at a downturn anytime soon? And from a technical analysis standpoint, I've received a lot of compliments from people saying that they appreciate how you've shown them the resistance, the support, and educated them on the technical indicators. Tell us the news you've got today. Thank you, Greg. And to your point, so S&P Friday close came in at 4,229. That pushes our new resistance level to 4,260 with a new support level of 4,200. Uh, another thing I want to point out is the 100-day moving average. It has okay. finally pushed over the mark of 4,000. To be exact on that, that's 4,003. As we alluded to in the past, this is one item that we like to look at because from a longer-term standpoint, mm -hmm. we usually give you short-term resistance and support levels, but this could potentially be our base moving forward of either our floor or our ceiling. So that 4,000 mark is an important one to keep an eye on from a 100-day moving average standpoint. And I'm going to send it back to you, Greg, because I know that y'all have some fundamental research on your side as well. We do, and I appreciate that. Technical uh, research is very important to us here at Five Plan Partners as it helps us navigate through the volatility of the market. At the same time, though, we want to look at the fundamentals and the events that are taking place that could also impact the, the portfolio. And so, folks, I want to say to you as our viewers here, stay with us because Bobby's getting ready to address taxes and Trey's getting ready to address jobs, which ties back in to the indicators that Adam just gave you. So it, it's all connected. So with that, Bobby, uh, taxes were a topic this past week. Talk about that. They were. And investors got some great news this past Thursday when President Biden announced that he's offered to lower his proposed 28% corporate tax hike in order to try and compromise with Republicans in his effort to get the infrastructure and tax package through Congress. So right. you know, with the cor current corporate tax rate at 21%, a tax hike to 28% has been a big worry for investors mm -hmm. as the economy is still trying to recover from the pandemic. And analysts have been saying that an increase in the corporate tax rate at 28% would slash earnings per share and profitability by as much as 8% next year. So unbelievable. any rate at this point, any rate below 28% will be a sigh of relief for investors and corporate leadership. So now, now the newest proposal for a tax hike has been lowered. Tax structure has gone from a headwind as a worry to really a tailwind, something we're watching carefully over the next few months and how it will impact our investment strategy going forward. And, and, and the markets are reflecting that as, as evident by what Adam said and what you're sharing there. I mean, that's, that's an important indicator we're going to watch very, very closely. And then, you know, Trey, you know, we're coming out of 2020, the COVID environment that we've been in, the way people were impacted on jobs. So Trey, go ahead, talk to us about jobs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 
the jobs number, and we bring this up each month, but it's it's really become the most important statistical data point to watch right now. Now, why is that jobs are always important to the economy, growing economy, more jobs, always good news. However, traditionally speaking, the Federal Reserve has a dual mandate, which is tricky. It's 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 traditional big uh, big bureaucracy where it seems overly simple and overly complicated at the same time to just have two mandates for the most important board in the world. But those mandates are, are, are purposely slightly vague. So one mandate is a strong and stable dollar. And what that is, is that's to keep the, the, our currency level so there's not massive inflation. The other mandate is, uh, is full employment. And so those two kind of count, uh, can contradict. Early in expansion, obviously inflation is not a big issue. Jobs are the biggest issue. Then as you get longer in the expansion, jobs become less of an issue. Inflation becomes more of an issue. And so the Fed then puts increases rates to reduce production and really slows down the economy to, uh, to, to stop inflation. And sometimes they get that timing wrong. In fact, often they get that timing wrong. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> why, why jobs are so important now is because uh, Chairman Powell has said that, that that is all they're watching right now. They are not worried about the dollar, the dollar weakening or inflation. They think that is temporary. All they are focused on is, is in full employment. If you look at this chart, we are still a roughly seven and a half million uh, jobs away from where we started 2020. So that is a long runway. And on Friday, we, the, the economy grew at 559,000 jobs. So that's roughly 15 months of a very strong monthly jobs to get just back to even. Mm -hmm. So when we have a lot of clients ask us, how long can, the, can interest rates be this low? How long can the Federal Reserve be this accommodating? The answer is it, it, it's long. It can be a long time if they're focused on one mandate, which is jobs. So how can how can so many unemployed people be good for the economy and the stock market? We saw the stock market react positively to this number. It's not just Fed easing, but I've got another chart here that shows the productivity per worker. G GDP growth over time is made up of two things: em, uh, employment growth, which is more more people working, and how productive each worker is. So those two combined give you GDP growth. And so this productivity shows that during the crisis the output per worker increase. And that makes sense. A lot of people were laid off and the people that were left left working had to, the, the economy didn't go to zero. So each person working, their hours became more, more important, more productive. What you typically see in a recovery is, is as, the, as employment comes swinging back in, productivity collapses because those new employees have to be retrained and, we have, and, and the number of GDP dollars is divided over more people. As you see here on this chart, productivity took a spike down right at the beginning of the reopening. Right. But now it's rallying back up. So we are adding jobs and productivity. This is a very good cycle for, for the economy because you're having not only are more people getting jobs, but the people that are currently working are working more productively. And so this could be a virtuous cycle where you can have large economic growth on the backs of employment, which is why the Fed is staying stable and on the sidelines. So you know, if the Fed is staying on the sidelines, staying easy, and as Bobby reported, the the, the fiscal uh, uh, Congress is staying on the sidelines without without reducing supply by increasing taxes potentially, then you really do have a window here where there's a lot of positive, where where good news is good news and 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 bad news is good news because things continue to to progress, and so it's we're, we could be in a very virtuous window right here. Yeah, and and it's not the doldrums of summer. Uh, this could be a, a, a great summer across the board, not to mention the fact with all the information you guys have presented today, then you've got people just wanting to travel, people wanting to go out and support the economy, go do things. So all of that is, you take that information, we're still seeing a lot of strength in this market. So folks, let me say this, our title says it all, markets 
taxes, jobs. Keep your eye on all three of those. We're going to be doing the same thing. There's a lot of strength in the market. And as we head towards uh, the end of the uh, first half of uh, 2021 and going towards uh, the 4th of July for celebration, we're going to keep you updated as all this continues to evolve. It's historic times, and we think the future also has a lot of positives that we're looking at. Have a great week. We'll keep you updated.